tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. We are here with Jornel Lugo. Um, I've wanted to get him on here for a while, wanted to get him and Luke training for a while, and finally made it all happen this week. So welcome to the show. Nice. Thank you for having me, man. It's good um, to be here. So let's let's jump back to pre pre training. What were you doing before you started training? Like in my life? Yep. Oh, sports? Sh- nothing. No, no sports. I never played sports in my life. I didn't. I didn't play sports. I sucked at sports. I was. I was a so he's fat, exactly lazy kid. like Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I was lazy. I didn't like to train. I didn't like to do any out. Like my brother played football and played baseball, and I didn't like to do any of that. Like I used to wrestle around with my friends in the neighborhood. Yeah. But I didn't. I did not like like hard work. I just. I was just a fat, lazy kid. <laughs> Man, you guys are so similar. He was like skinny, fat, soft, um, played with, you know, was into art and and video games and whatever, but was like not athletic at all. Tyler, his brother, super athletic, you know, and can do, yeah, he's big now, but yeah, yeah, little brother, can can do everything. And uh, Luke just, um, I made him start training for self-defense reasons. Yeah. And then uh, Tyler won a tournament and Luke's like, when's the next one? So then he jumped in and, and he won a match and lost a match. And that's how his whole first year went. You know, it was like win two, lose one, win two, lose one. And then he just became a, a kid that wanted to bust his butt, you know, and, and the work ethic, I don't know where it came from. I guess I kind of instilled it in him. But, yeah, you guys sound more like than so I thought. So Tyler started before him. They started at the same time. He didn't want to compete. How, how old is Tyler? 15 months younger than Lucas. So he just oh. turned 21. Okay. And so he kind of got his big brother to, to start fighting. Yeah. Yeah. They were both, they were both, uh, start at the same time. Tyler had been racing motocross for a few years before that. And then, uh, once they started training, they were pretty even, but Luke wasn't into competing at all. And Tyler tried the first tournament and won. And then the car ride on the way home, Luke's yeah. like, when's the next one? Well, I I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> so, you, so you got them into it though, right? Like, I don't really know your background too much. I see the pictures and stuff on the wall. Yeah. So I, I did, I opened my gym here and they were just getting into uh, like seventh and eighth grade. And I wanted them to, to start for self-defense reasons, especially Luke. Yeah. Uh, they would never have fought back had they been picked on. And so I, I got him into that. I had been I had been fighting up until that point. So they started pretty late. They started, well, I say late. In jiu-jitsu for a kid's class, they started like 11, 10 and 11 years old. Yeah. Especially for a dad that had been doing it for 30 years. You know, so uh, I didn't force it on him until it was time to do it for self-defense. And then I say, hey, let's just try it, you know, and have you guys do it for a couple weeks for self-defense reasons or a couple times a week. And then they just like dove in. And you got into it when you were younger too? or uh, Day after UFC won. I was training. I, I was oh, bouncing man. at a bar with Kimo and Todd Medina, and uh, they got into UFC five, UFC three, and UFC five. Um, I could not get in. I was trying to get in, but weight classes and whatever. I end up fighting in UFC sixteen in the tournament and lost in the finals to Pat Militech. Mm. And we had fought three times in a six month period, so uh, went from there. Fought in King of the Cage a lot. Won the belt there. Fought in Pride in Japan and. Oh, dang, um, you OG. Yeah. Dang, you fought all I fought in UFC 16. And, and, and you fought AJ McGee's dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I head kicked him in like two, 2001, I think, or two little maybe before, 99. Um, I beat Joe Stevenson. You remember Joe Stevenson? Big Daddy yeah. Joe? Yeah, okay. I triangled him, and then the next fight was Antonio McGee, and then I, I head kicked him. I was on a little bit of a, a streak at the Damn. time. But, yeah, uh, 
Yeah. That's it must be cool not to say, you know, that you retired and now you're watching your son do it and maybe in the future your other son's going to do it. Yeah, I hadn't fought in probably a year and a half and I was I was contemplating retiring and then the boys started training and they'd never seen me fight live. So I fought two more times at Windstar just so they could see me fight live. And then I retired and they started training, you know, a lot and, and being competitive and, and wrestling and everything. Yeah, it was cool. Damn. Fun fact. I didn't know. That anyway, yeah. back to you. Yeah. You're the same. You're not into it. <laughs> yeah. What got no, you I was into just, it then? I was, I was late. Yeah, I was, just, I was just real lazy and just spoiled, you know. And then, um, but I did wrestle around with my friends. I love to wrestle around with my friends and I wrestled with my brother and stuff like that. So then um, my mom had a boyfriend at the time and he uh, liked UFC a lot. He kept talking about UFC. At this point, I don't even know what UFC is. Right. No idea. I'm 13 years old. Or 14 years old. I'm 14 years old. I've never even heard of the UFC. I don't know what this is. I know about boxing. Right. And um, so he keeps talking about it. So at that point, I started like a basically I watched the movie Never Back Down. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. you <seen> that movie? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the first one, one in Florida. It took place in Florida. So at this point, I'm in Connecticut still. And uh, Never I, Back Down is that the one with Channing Tatum? Yeah. Or I'm is not, that the it's the first one that ever came okay, out. Yeah, it yeah, took yeah. place like in Orlando. Remember, he was like he was like in high school and he yep. got into a fight. So, um, so at that point, I started wrestling around with my friends. I'm like, oh, that, that movie is cool. So I'm like whooping all my friends' butts in the neighborhood, just wrestling. I never learned anything in my life. And then, um, I wanted to train. I saw a commercial. This is Jesse James Kazakowski. You, you know him. Yep. His father, uh, Ron Kazakowski, has a gym called Practical Self Defense Training Center. So I saw his commercial. He had a little commercial ad on the TV. Nice. I was like, oh, I was like, I want to go there. And so my mom and my, and my mom's boyfriend at the time, she bring they bring me to the gym, and then the first day I get there, I'm just like, you know, I train and I did pretty decent. Like I was like, I'm, I was like, I, I could do this. And then the first time I ever went with Jesse, he didn't tap me out. <laughs> first <laughs> nice. time I ever grappled in my life, Jesse didn't tap me. And then the next time, then he whooped me. In. Then he, then he was mad. You're 13. At this, at this time, I'm 14 years old. Okay, awesome. So then he's pissed. He's like, oh, I didn't get because you know I'm, I'm off the streets. Right, right. <laughs> he's like. That's awesome. And then he whoops me. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you. Yeah. That's funny. So shortly after that, though, I competed. Like uh, like three or four months later, I competed. And I'm like, In you know, jiu-jitsu? Yeah, in a jiu-jitsu tournament. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I went against a girl. My first match ever, I, I whooped this girl. Nice. <laughs> whooped her. That's not the story a lot of kids get that go with a girl the first time. There's oh, a lot I of girls her. winning, those like, little guys. Oh, uh, this, is, this is a no-win situation. You don't, you got to take it. I whooped her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care who was in front of me, yeah. but um. So um. Then I then I won that tournament, and then after that, like I that's what I was like. I want to do this for a living. So at that point, I started training every single day, like every day. Me and Jesse in the gym. He's teaching me all his like all the grappling techniques and arm bars and shrimps and everything. Me and Jesse in the gym every day from like at 15 years old. So that you started in jujitsu first. Uh, well, kickboxing and jiu-jitsu at the same time, but I competed in um, jiu-jitsu jiu first. Sure. I did a kickboxing tournament, uh, an MMA fight after that, and then I did a kickboxing ma match after that. And so, like, I just competed in all three of those. MMA fight? In, in Connecticut, it was like, it, like, it was like a... Uh, like the oh, pancreation things? It was, uh, so it was striking uh -huh. with grappling, but no, no ground and pound. That's kind of how the match went. Okay. It was illegal at that point, but okay. yeah, it was like a little, like a, like an underground thing they had going on. So I was 15 years old and I fought. Yeah, the the boys did two of those in California. It was like they had to wear headgear, and there was striking. There was ground and pound, but there was no head strikes. And I'm like, if there's no head strikes, why we gotta wear headgear? Because they weren't allowed guillotines, anything but guillotines. And I'm like, well, of course you can't do guillotines. They're wearing headgear. Like, take that off since there's no punches and, and allow it. It was weird, but they got the full walkout, fight in the cage, all that at 13 and 14. Just get used to the vibe. Yeah, so it was cool. Um, so that's cool that you're able to do that there. Uh, so those, what were you wearing up top? Nothing. No gloves. 
Uh, just I mean, make gloves like like the puffies. Okay. You wore the okay. puffies. No headgear. Uh, no headgear. Just sh uh, like little uh, the sock pull-on shin yep. guards. Yep. Uh, the the fights are on, the one of the fights are on still on YouTube. I have a fight when I was 16 years old. MMA fight up on YouTube still. It was me, a real skinny kid. And I was fighting How old are you kid. now? I'm 27. You've been at it for a while. Yeah, I took a, a year and a half off at one point. But but uh, like when I moved when I left from Connecticut and I moved to Florida, I took off when I was 18. I took like a year and a half off. Went to the military and stuff like that. Okay. You heard how much Lucas loves Connecticut? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, we. That's another thing we we we're similar on because I'm from there, and you won't catch me dead in Connecticut. <laughs> we got stuck there four times for during COVID, and, oh, and uh, yeah, he he's kind of made it known. But his last fight, they interviewed him and they asked about it, and man, he said, "Can I cuss on this show?" And he just went off for five yeah, minutes, I and I was that. just like, "Oh my god." I'm sitting in the background, like they're gonna make you fight there again for sure. Now, shut up. <laughs> See, the thing about it is, like when you go pro, is like you you ex when when you fight in Bellator, especially like a world organization, you're expecting to travel around the world right. and fight different places, and you're like stuck. In me, well, for him, I guess it, it might not even be as bad for him because at least it's, that's not home for him. Right to travel, he's still traveling. But right. I'm from there, so I'm like, what am I? How am I fighting here? This is where I'm from. Like, yeah, it just sucked. Then we couldn't even leave the hotel. Like we were stuck in the hotel the whole time. The bubble so it was like hotel, casino, walking around. That's it. Couldn't leave because of no. COVID and all that. Yeah, that was terrible. How many fights did you have as a pro before Bellator? Um, I fought twice. I fought in CES twice. And then mm -hmm. I fought John Duma in Bellator, my third fight. As uh, they're bringing you in to fight the no. tough guy? Uh, well, yeah, well, he he had a – he beat my, my friend Mike Kimball. Uh-huh. And then um, – he they didn't sign him, so then um, I went in there. He still wasn't signed though. So then I went and I and I fought him and I, and and when I beat him, they still didn't sign me either though. Like I beat him. At Mohegan. Yeah. Yeah, they Mohegan. do that with local local sometimes. Yeah, they didn't sign me. And then um, I fought. Out, I went out and I fought outside of um, Bellator, and uh, I got another win. Then then they off. Then they, you know we were bugging them like right. Like, Get me, let me fight, let me fight, let me fight, you know, let me fight. <laughs> and then so this time they were like, okay, we got a guy for you. If you beat him, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll sign you pretty much. And that's when I fought Sudo. So that was my fifth fight. Okay. And then I was 4-0 and I was fighting against another 4-0 guy. And that was the thing about that too, about that too, is like as I was coming up, all the guys that were fighting were like very well matched. It wasn't like gimme fights. Right. Yeah, my first, my first opponent was a 50-50 fighter as an amateur. He was 5-5. Five and then he was 0-0 like me when I went when I went pro. Right. Then my second fight, the guy was 2-0. My third fight was John Duma. He was 4-1. Then my uh, fourth fight, I fought a guy who was 4-0 when I was 3-0. Then I fought another guy who was 4-0, and I was 4-0. And then after that, I fought Cass Bell. And then I fought with Keith Lee. And I, I think that's the order. And then I fought uh, Brian Moore. Okay. Uh, Do you have amateur fights? Yeah, I had about 20 amateur, 20 amateur like um, fights all together, so like kickboxing and MMA. Okay. Yeah, kickboxing and MMA, twenty all together. That's a that's a big amateur record. I yeah, yeah. I got a guy, Will. You train with Will today? Um, he he was kind. I think he was your last your last guy or your second to last guy. Real good, real technical. The black dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. He's like a. He like was twenty one and one as an amateur. He he fought in that IMMAF, IMAF, MMAF or something. World Championship, the one he, that, uh, that that you you have to fly out. Yeah. Okay. He, he won it? that twice. He won oh, wow. the tournament twice. Yeah. So he ended up at twenty-one and one as an amateur. What? So he had a hell of a record. Um, yeah. He's he's very. He's so very he's on solid. the come up then. Yeah, he's nine and two right now and trying to get him uh, on the contender series. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> you keep fighting like that. That's how you get so good that people don't want to fight you. There's nothing much they can do with you. Yeah, yeah that's been the problem. Contender series. Oh yeah. Yeah, they told us one more fight. We're like, cool. Now we can't get him one more fight. <laughs> or what you have to do is get him on a short notice. Yeah. Well, we just tried up. to get him. We just tried to get him uh, to replace the guy that fell off for Jim Miller this weekend. Yeah. And and I was on the phone with them, you know, right away. And they're uh, then I messaged Will, and Will didn't get back to me fast. And they went with some other dude. And the other dude got uh, slept in a minute, less than a minute. Oh, so whatever. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd have rather fought. I like Jim Miller a lot. I'd have rather fought the guy. Uh, who was it? I forget that fell out. But uh, his original opponent was someone that I was hoping it was Jim Miller that fell out so we could replace him instead of actually fighting Jim. And what weight class is that? 55. Yeah, see, well, and that's his weight class, right? Yeah. So usually they don't even do it. Like usually you got to fight a weight class up. Well, that's what they did. They end up getting a forty-five or to fight him. Yeah, that's but, how. But it works. Will was in shape enough to make the weight that next morning, uh, uh, so he could have done it. But they just uh, they didn't usually say like a feed fight. Like you're gonna go get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they'll sign you and they give you a couple more fights. Right. That's how right. it usually works. Yes, I'll take that overnight fight, but give me three fights. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, cool. We'll give you three. You lose your first one, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of uh, yeah, done. Oh man. <laughs> They set you up. <clears throat> so you're signed with Bellator. How did you uh, how'd you end up in the tournament? So at, so at that point, um, you oh, had a solid record. I was, I was eight and zero at the time, and then at that point, who was in the somebody fell out. Wasn't so it the James? champ fell out and James. They both fell out, and you came in, and so did someone else on the other side. I forget who the other person was. Oh, um, the the Russian Borzola. No, uh, the, he fought Barzola, the the Russian uh, Magomed Magomedov. Mm -mm. He's, 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 a, he's a he's a he's he's like around my age, about my record as well. I forget his name, but I he's forget. like a, a Russian, real pale skin. He went on the other side of the bracket, so we pretty much our fights were uh, like uh, wild fight, wild card fights. So right. we were trying to fight to get into the tournament. Right. At that time, so that's pretty much uh, they they offered me that. As soon as I fought after after my fight, right away they like called me, hey, you want to take this fight? And I was not gonna do it. I'm like. No, but I said, you know what? This is probably a good opportunity to get more money. Yeah. Bad matchup stylistically to take on such short notice fight, you know. Uh, and he's huge. Sabatello, uh, right? He's not big, big 45 or 35-er? I, I wouldn't say. He's not like uh, – he's big, but you got to also remember, like, he's not, like, dense. Right. If you were that big and dense, then you're like, it's weird. Right. But the bigger you are at, at, at 35 or the bigger you are at your weight class, the more uh, ballooned you are. Right. So you're not as, like uh, – if he was compact, then that'd be you know right. he's putting people away with the punches that he's right. throwing on the ground. Right. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, he's not super exciting, but he can close the distance from like ten feet away. He's got a fast shot with the close the distance. I'm like, oh man, he's relentless. That's yeah. I think that that was the, the thing with him is that he's relentless and he's good at what he does. Yeah. You know, like he, you know exactly what he's gonna do, but since that's all he's ever focused on, that's yeah. all he ever does. He's really good at it. Yeah. Like sure. it wasn't like he was really strong. Right. He just knew how to move his body. He knew exactly like. I was confident. No one can hold me down. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm like, what the, I can't get up. <laughs> like, I'm every, what, what, what? Yeah, so he had some good stuff set up on him, too. It's just I'm going like, to everything. And he was just, after he adjusted, made a couple of adjustments. And then after that fight, I had to start, you know, I started working on, like, different, different wrestling positions. I was a big believer in, like, never give up your back, ever. Right. Like, no matter what you do, don't give up your back. You know, like, because jiu-jitsu, you don't want to ever give up your back. So after that, that's when I, like, kind of switched up my game. Like, turn around, get up peel hands and add everything you know we've, we've talked to a lot of guys that that's the go-to you know my guy in my guy that owns my gym in liverpool where patty pimblet trains that's their go-to to get up you know we're glory 
James James Krause. That was their go-to to get up. Which one? Uh, what was their go-to? Turn to turn, turn around, around. Yeah. hands. Okay. Yeah, but like you get someone like Luke who's already trying to get your back, and guys would like James Gallagher would turn his back to get up. Luke's on his back, body triangle. So James does it too. Yeah. James Gallagher turns around. Yeah. And then he takes his back. Yeah, and there's the the, the rounds over. Like whether you get submitted or not, you're losing that round, round. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's such a risk for me. Um, I, I I like that as your your third option. It's right? situational. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so basically, it depends who you're going with. If I'm fighting against Danny, I can turn around. Right. The threat is not there. If no. I'm going against uh, James Gallagher, for example, he likes to take people's backs. Right. Patchy mix. Don't turn around. Right. If you watch their fight, no. Yeah. Like, no one was turning their back. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it all depends on who you're going against. Is there a threat there? Right. But when you're going against uh, like a Barzola, for example. Right. He's not gonna. He's probably right. not gonna do much when he gets to your back. Or 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 like a. Uh, or even take it to put the hooks in. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just gonna be. Stay there to strike and you're to your feet. Or Archuleta. It's just so like like you said though. It all depends. If I'm going against Lucas, I shouldn't give him my back. Even though like, right now in training, I still will because I still want to get good at that and work on that. But in sure. a fight, you probably don't want to turn around. Right. You know. Yeah, you end up even like you. Like someone's gonna be dumb to turn their back to you. And that's it. You're stuck. You're on the back. You're, you're yeah, and, and what better hope training? there's not much Lucas. time left. <laughs> right, right. Twirling around, <laughs> and that's it. Every time it's round, three, two minutes straight. You know, so yeah, yeah. It's pros and cons. Yeah. So again, uh, it's there's we use a wizard belly down. Uh, used it off a takedown today. Someone's got a take what would have been a takedown on you, and you turn with a wizard flat belly and back to your feet. I yeah, love yeah. that. Um, you can use an underhook to come up, but then again, you use that on you or someone like Luke that's good on the neck and you're in trouble, you know, so I, I frame a lot to get up, use the wall as much as possible. So you like, you like, like stiff arm and creating distance. Yeah. And, and using the wall just because I, I want to assume and, and, and there are like, like you said, situational, there, there are guys I'll turn it back to get up on that are going to hold you down, but aren't going to do anything if they get your back, except for try to punch you on the way up. Cool. You'll the more you right. punch me, the, the more I'm going to get to my feet. Exactly. But everyone else i want to assume that they're damian maya right like i do not want damian maya on my back no. right so i want to assume that i cannot let you take my back when i'm getting to my feet so the underhook has to be there the wizard's got to be strong like whatever the case may be um i don't like to turtle unless it's you know on the takedown or i'm bouncing Scrambling. to my knees fighting the hands Scrambling. and coming up you know what, 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 what do you fine. think about what do you think about like leg locks in terms of like getting up or creating positions for you to Love scramble? It. Love it. We've got a from bottom butterfly against the fence heel hook set up to get them off the center line to punch in you, and you can literally come up with a, a ankle pick. Um, Rory McDonald is a black belt under one of my black belts, and I've known him Rory since. Rory McDonald's he, your black belt? He's a black belt under my one of my black belts. Oh, wow. Oh, but yeah. I've known him since he's like 13. Okay. And uh, maybe 14. And uh, before his John Fitch fight, I was sending him videos of what we're doing. And, and he used it three times against John Fitch. Lost a decision, but he got up every time with that. That with specific that leg lock yeah. get up? Oh, yeah. I got to see that. I yeah, see it's, that. it's smooth. It's easy. Um, and I, I'm 99% positive you know the leg lock, but mm -hmm. using that leg lock to get as up a, is a yeah. different. It's different. See, that, you gotta have, that's why your toolbox have to be deep as far yeah. as, like, if you want to get up, you, ha you can't just have underhook. You can't just have turnaround. You got to have the leg lock. That You got to have all these different things yeah. in order to make it happen. And I love it just because it, you get an instant, oh, shit, it's going for my leg, you know? And, and if he ignores it, you could really go for it. Yeah, you you sell it. You know, go for it like you want it. And if he if he doesn't react, take it. If he does, get up. Get you up. Know? Exactly. So it's it's solid. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of different things that are MMA now has become a style, right? Like 
It's a strike, strike. If you get a takedown, get back up. Strike, strike. Yeah. Takedown, get back. Rarely is someone gonna spend time on the ground um, looking for the sub. You know, I told Luke if he ever gets taken down, depending on how long into the fight or into the round it is, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to set something up. If you don't have it, it's time to get up. Time Just to get, get on top. Yeah. So even him, get, at least get on top. Like get up doesn't always mean get back to your feet and, and strike, but, but get up, get on the neck. You know, to use it to get up, to get behind, like whatever. But yeah, don't don't try anymore on the bottom. Why, it's time though? to get why, up. Why, why do you say that? I just feel like this day and age, it is it is very difficult to get the sub from the bottom on somebody who's half as knowledgeable as you are on top. You know what I mean? Uh, if he if he's pretty good on top at staying square and keeping his elbows in and keeping his hips, it's difficult to get the sub when he's punching. You know, I think there are guys, and, and he's very good off his back, and, and I'm sure you're very good off your back, but I'm going to give you 30 seconds because you're losing – until you submit them. That's not You're, true anymore, though. So we, we've just talked about that on here, actually. <laughs> yeah. There's been a couple decisions. If you're busy and can stop them from striking on you while you're busy attacking, yeah. cool, cool. Call, you know? Caldwell, man, how many, he has a few losses yes. like that. Yes, true. From the top. Horiguchi, the huh? He lost to Horiguchi, and then he also lost um, to the to that, that same guy that we can't remember his name. The Russian? The Russian the Russian kid. Yeah, he lost to him the same exact way. I'm the same card Who that I was on. Who beat Caldwell? That wasn't Magomed? It wasn't Magomed. Oh, no, 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 no. It was a... Because a, a, Magomed guillotine Barzola on our card when we were at Mohegan in the tournament. Nikita. Krylov. Nikita. Nikita. Yeah, Nikita. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot remember. He beat Caldwell. Three rounds. Taken down. Yeah. Controlled the entire fight. One. Yeah. And one. <laughs> So I'm like, you who's could? the judge? <laughs> look, and look at that same night. Look, if you if you go by the old scoring criteria, because there was a time where if you were on top, you won. Yeah, that's the time that I kind of like came up. And if you were on top of somebody and you were doing some a little bit of damage, you know, trying to throw a couple, you won the round. You controlled right. them. That same night, that's when I fought Jalen Bates. Yeah, I was controlled the second round for four minutes. He controlled one minute. They gave him the round. Yeah. So. You know, this was back in the day, though, with the the criteria that was just slightly before that, I'd had won that fight, too. But me and Caldwell lost that night with the new criteria. You won that fight. <laughs> I was so – I could not believe it when they announced that. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I'm I sure confident. I messaged yeah. you. I'm sure I messaged you like, yeah. man, I'm so sorry yeah. because it was just uh, – I was so bummed for it. But, yes, I guess uh, depending on your threat from the bottom, you know, uh, that – you know you can you can win from there, um, but I just feel like you'll know you'll know in thirty seconds if you can even be offensive can from you your back, or is this guy going to be beating you up from the top and, and you're not you know may, maybe longer if it's if it's a minute in uh, if it's if it's thirty seconds left get up get on top you know get on the neck threaten something you know so it looks like you've now got him in something until Those the bell rings yeah. yeah yeah for sure Leandro Higo also beat Caldwell the same way. Got taken down three rounds yeah. and one. <laughs> He's got no luck with that. It might just be Caldwell. He might just want to. I'm just, those are the, I can remember those off the top of my head. I'm like, people are losing that way now, you know? He's so on like, a four-fight skid right now. Man, that's, what, that's the thing, though. It's like, you can, now, nowadays, it's, there's no real, now you have to do damage, period. Yeah. No matter where you are, as long as you're throwing punches, you'll win. Yeah. Like, you just have to throw punches. Yeah. Tim Elliott trains here. Um, he's a 25er, obviously, but he throws a bazillion punches no matter where he's at. I was watching I mean, that fight. You were he getting hit 
Yeah, that was that was not a great showing for him. Uh, he was not feeling well before the fight. We couldn't even touch his stomach uh, without him bending over. It was bad, but um, he in the room and typically he is just like peppering pop, 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 like just nonstop punches to the head, to the body, to the head, to the body, knees, head movement, shit talking like it's nonstop with him. Even in the room, every round's over, he puts his hands up and walks around. You know, it's he, he's he's all how, ready how, to go. How, how, how long has he been in the UFC? He's been in there for a while, right? Twelve years. 12 years. How yeah, old is he? 36. Oh, he's got to get to it. Can't he's, mess got, around. he's got two left on his contract, and then he wants to go to bare knuckle. He wants to go to bare knuckle. Oh, he's trying to cash in. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to cash in. So he got, he got to make sure he wins these fights then. So yeah. that way he can go there with a big Yeah, like he's on a two-fight win streak right now. One against uh, uh, Tagir, whatever, one of Khabib's guys. I won a decision over him and then just beat this guy, um, Victor Nascimento, or Victor Altamirano, uh, last week. And then uh, we'll see what he's got next. But he fought Demetrius Johnson to a decision. You know, he's fought a lot of a lot of it's best guys in that bad. division. It, it, it's, I feel like it's, it's interesting. Like back in the days, if you didn't become a champion in in the UFC, you were pretty much you you pretty much go unnoticed, and you might not even make enough money to like make a living off of once you're 100%. done. But Bro. now with all the boxing and the yeah yeah and the bare knuckle is kind of like giving all the average guys an avenue to go make a lot of money and get a bigger name. In the UFC, the pay starting is twelve and twelve right now. Like, if you if you can only pay those guys twelve and twelve, those guys shouldn't be in the UFC. You know what I mean? Don't take them if that's your pay. Start your pay at twenty and twenty, and and get better guys. Right? Inflation is a mother. What is inflation? Man. Yeah, twenty and twenty is still not even like. Oh no, I know it's yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah. Like you you and Luke are making similar in in Bellator, right? And and uh, not similar to that, but similar to each other. And and that's decent, you know, but to go to the UFC and make twelve and twelve and not get any sponsors, now you're starving. 12 and, 12. and you're gonna fight what two times? Maybe three times? Maybe no if you sponsors. bug them. And these are good guys too. It's not like you're fighting bums. No, you're man. Fighting the best of the regionals. Yeah. Right. That's the bottom of the UFC. It's the best of the regionals. So you're right. gonna be fighting pretty decent for a regional guys. title every time. And then, and then check this out. You, you're, you're gonna be a ghost. No one's gonna know you even no. like. I can name people in the 135 department division you probably never heard of. Like, who in, is this in guy? UFC? Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of them. You yeah. never heard of them. Yeah. And and, and they, you go to their Instagram, probably a thousand followers, two thousand followers. But a blue check. Yeah. <laughs> UFC takes care of that. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. like the thing is, is like, but with the good thing though is is these days now we got BKFC, you got uh the celebrity boxing. Like right. you can go in those. You, you 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 know what's that guy's name? Uh, he fought James Gallagher, brown guy. Uh, he lost at 145. Talks a bunch of junk. Man, he punched he, he knocked. Dylan Dennis in the head or something. Oh, in that street. should be everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? At 145, he fought against James Gallagher. He's a he's a, he's a, he's a brown guy like me. Did he come into Bellator and knock someone out and then go on a losing streak and get cut? He probably he I know he got cut. He I didn't beat Gallagher. He didn't beat Gallagher. No. Who knocked out Gallagher? What's that kid's that, name? That was um. Banderas. Uh, you're talking about uh, yeah, Banderas, Ricky, Ricky Bande Bandejas. Bandejas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's 135. This is at 45. His name is AJ or something like that. Not oh, Agazarm? No, not Agazarm. No, uh, he's a brown guy. He just fought against uh, Salt Poppy in boxing. Salt Poppy. What? Can you look that up? Salt Poppy. But he just took his first loss against this against this kid who fought in Bellator. Who did he fight in Bellator? He fought. I know for all I know, he's fought James Gallagher and lost. Look up James Gallagher and see who he fought. And in they were Bellator. talking a whole bunch of junk to each other. Forty-five. Forty-five. 
No, no. Keep going. Anthony Taylor. I don't even know who that is. Anthony Taylor. You don't even. All right. This guy, he's a big following. Okay. He's on Instagram, on Twitter. He has a big following now because he talked a lot of junk and he, and he went and fought in celebrity boxing and he just beat a decent boxer. His name is Salt Poppy. He's like an Instagram famous guy. Okay. So now you can have like the low level like UFC guys kind of go mix it up with the with the YouTubers and the, right. and the TikTokers. And make some money. And make some money. Like, you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. that, that's the good thing about our sport right now. You can kind of do a lot more than just MMA. Yeah. You can go box. You can do celebrity boxing. You can do bare knuckle. Like make money, you know? Yeah. Well, you, and, I mean, you have a... You have a really good record and and so after the terrible decision lost to uh Jalen Jalen yeah what's next I don't know man right, I've, I've been trying to get fights and I'm in the same position as your guys are you just trying to get fights locally right now just where yeah, you're at just, just to, to get something I, at first I wasn't at first I was trying to uh, I was trying to go um have you ever heard of Combate Global yep I was trying to go fight for them you know since they're near me and I'm Spanish uh, but they really, they, I don't know, I don't know what's their deal. It's like, if you're not already inside, they're, they're, they're kind of strange with, with that. Um, but they offered me two other, I had two other offers and they didn't want to fight. They were just like, nah, we're going to pass on that guy. I'm kind of in the same situation as your guys. Like mm. I'm a, I'm a ex Bellator fighter. I'm right. eight and two. I'm a, a high risk, no reward. Like, For sure. what are you, what are you going to get out of fighting me? Unless sent, sent back further, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're in the UFC. I mean, it might not be a. They, they might not even lose much by fighting you, though. That's the thing. If they lose to you, it's only a lose lose for you. you yeah, yeah it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't help. do anything for you to win, really. But it doesn't do anything. It does damage for you to lose, you know. And and I, and I imagine it's probably pretty hard. And and what is it like right now? You're trying to fight on a show like that, coming from what I know you were getting paid in Bellator. I think think about that. Imagine imagine going and fight because the people who are gonna fight you, this is who are gonna fight you, right? When you when you're in this position, either bums, and what I mean by bum is like a, a lopsided record. So that means they have like sure. seven losses. Or the guy that's one fight away from the UFC. Exactly. You got one or the other because the people right. in the middle, they're like, I wanna be a good record fighter. Right. So I'm not fighting, I'm not gonna risk that. Right. So if he's a fifty fifty fighter, he's not even gonna fight you. So you got you gotta choose. Either you choose somebody who's like, I'll fight anybody, I don't care. And their record is like two and twenty, right? And then you look bad for fighting him, right? Or you go fight the the ten and zero guy and risk it all, and get into a barn burner, back and forth, hardest fight of your life, for nothing. Because what are they going to pay me? Two thousand dollars? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a crappy for, spot. For a wheel, I'm getting offers two and two, twelve and twelve hundred, twelve hundred, two to and fight, two. To fight the probably the best yeah, guys to in the fight Rangers. to fight. Um, was the guy that was a 55er in Bellator that that um, really good Derek Campos? Yeah, you know Derek Campos. He it's lost to McKee in the tournament at the in the 45 tournament. Uh, what color is he? White. Really white. Yeah. That's the one he came out and head kicked him right away. It, it was a tough fight. Beat him in the second round, or second or third round, second round. He was like brawling with him. Yes. And then he, he, he ended up on his back and caught him. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 1,200 and 1,200 to fight that guy. And that guy's tough, man. And I'm like, oh, that's fight terrible. for your life. Yeah, for sure. For 1,200. That's the thing. That's the thing about MMA, man. It's like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of weird stuff. Like in MMA, here's another thing. Like if you're in, if you're in Will, that's his name is Will, right? Uh -huh. If you're in that kind of position, like, or even in my position, like in boxing, they'll build you up. What they'll do is they'll they'll put you against a, a bunch of people that are just kind of like journeymen right. until they get you into a position to where you can fight for big money. But in MMA, like you're fighting in the in the regionals, there's a bunch of killers out here. Right. And then you go to the UFC and they do the same thing. You just fight against killers. There's really no like uh, building program in MMA at all. 
right. everyone is just has to fight. Like you go to the UFC, there's some fights that happen in the UFC. There was like these two no name people that are like twelve and zero each. Yeah, and they put them against each other. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> like why not let both of them build and then fight when it's actually mean when it means yeah. something? They've done that a few times in Bellator too. I'm like, why do you want to put them together so early? Just kill the records for what? Yeah, like think about sense. like when uh, when I fought when I fought against Jalen Bates. Yeah, I I thought and I told him straight away. I was like, why would they put them together right now? Like he's building. A, yeah, I just came off a loss. Do you don't you want me to like? And right, and your record is still good. Keep that and let him keep going. Let him build. Boom. And they just put us against each other. Yeah, that was bad. Because so, you kind of what? What do you think is like the mode? Maybe the motives they just don't care. They just put up. Oh, they're free. Put them together. Yeah, I I talked to, I talked to a, a couple people that used to work at Bellator, and like when um, who was it? Cody Law. Mm-hmm. Cody Law f- lost <laughs> to uh, James Gonzalez, and James Gonzalez is tough. And not signed with Bellator. He is now, but he wasn't signed with Bellator then. And I'm like, why they put him with a guy like that when he's on this contract? I'm like, oh, well, you know, if he can't make it, then he's not ready for the next guys. You know, and I'm like, well, yeah, but you want to find that out at six fights, you know? And and so I talked to some other people, and they're like talking about it. It's like, yeah, you know, if you want to get paid this, they'll pay you this, but you're going to get these guys, you know? Yeah. Or they'll pay you this, and you can you can continue there. But if you want that money, that's that's the guys you're going to fight. Uh, Manny Morrow. Do you know Manny Morrow? Mm. He was a 55er in Bellator. Okay. Um, had a 4-1 and one record. Um, in Bellator? Yeah. Okay. Got cut. I don't know why. Uh, Will just fought him and beat him in uh, LFA. And and he was he was on a couple fight win streak in LFA. No title shot. Um, I begged to get him into Bellator. Yeah, get him another win, you know, whatever. Then they called me on short notice to fight... Um, I forget this dude's name. Tall, bald, Brazilian guy at 55. Um, ma, ma. Tall, bald, and Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Mota? Keeley's Mota. Yeah. You signed with them? Yeah. Okay. He's super, super solid. And we took it on short notice. And we said, yeah, we'll take it. And then he called me back an hour later. He, he chose the other guy. And he, like he had a choice between Will and someone else chose the other guy. And I'm like, why would he go with another guy when Will's record was, you know, was better comparatively, comparatively and whatever. But he went with the other guy and we didn't get the fight. So now I'm like one fight away from Will, one fight away from Ty. Uh, being, Ty's on a five-fight win streak. When he first came to me, he was uh, eight and six. Are now, you the one who got his grappling so good? I mean, y- he's yes, solid. he's a black belt under me, uh, at brown and black. He is, uh, yeah, he's very good on the ground. And he uh, was eight and six when he got here, and now he's 13 and six. You know, he's been on a five-fight win streak since getting here. And so I'm like, hey, let's you know, let's get him in. He'd be entertaining. He's great, blah blah. And she's like, one more, one more win. And I'm like, for Bellator? Yeah. But now I don't even know what's up. But but oh, yes, yeah, I I, I uh, that's that's been the the plan with him. And now it's just struggling to get him a fight. Now we got him a fight. Tough guy, super tough guy. Um, and and you know, hopefully he gets through that one's on a six fight win streak. Then he should be able to go wherever. Like should be able to get. Contender series on a six fight win streak, or short notice, forty five pound. You know, take take a loss, for yeah. the, take he, one for the team. <laughs> he's had plenty of, of forty five fights. He he mixed it up a lot uh, when he was in the dr, but he he fights mostly a thirty five. He's a thirty five. Sure. Okay, I was when I, when I grappled him. He told me he's from dr, and I, when we grappled, I'm like, how the heck are you from dr? Where you get this from? If you're from dr, yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense though. He must be over here. Yeah, he's been here for a couple years now, and uh, he went and came back a couple times, and and now he's here, and he's. He's solid. Dang. He became Luke's best training partner by training with Luke. <laughs> mm, so, so it makes it it makes it uh, 
you know, interesting what you're going to do with, with him now, you know, yes. in the state that. Not knowing what's happening in there. Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess it's public that, that it's the PFL's trying to buy them. Um, I don't know what happens beyond that now. And you said the, 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 uh, the due date, when you said is the deadline? At the end of this week. Which is tomorrow's Friday, <laughs> so they got to figure it out. That's crazy. Uh, that's what it, that's that's what I've been told. Um, I don't know for a fact, but I know that 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 tape that deal's been on the table. I, I've seen that posted. You know, people know that. So uh, it's just a matter of seeing what happens if they get it, and what happens if they don't. You know, if they do, um, there's been posts that say they'll cut eighty percent of the roster, which means I guess they'll just keep the top guys and put them in the tournament. If so they'll you, just absorb Bellator and cancel it? Just like the UFC did a strike force. Just absorb it and cancel the promotion. They'll keep the contracts in the library, you know, the, the video footage and, and the contracts, and then cut who they don't want, keep who they do. Um, I believe, I, I don't know that they can just cut the people that are in contracts um, or if they'll have to either fight it out or pay them out one way or the other. But uh, if, they, if they get rid of, so there was just, you see all the drug tests that came back positive for PFL. 10 and there's four more that are coming that people don't know about yet but four more so there'll be 14 people test positive wow and so they're looking for guys i'm sure because they were all their 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 champs tested positive like they had a bunch of guys test positive that were big wigs in the tournament so uh having the having the tournament is going to be difficult without fulfilling you know the the bracket you know if you're not testing people people are doing drugs 100 percent. period like if you should be it has to be some kind of testing protocol because if you're not I mean, and that you, sucks for us because, like, I don't want to ruin my body. Did and you get tested? Uh, never, uh, never. So once. Luke was the first, te- his first fight, he got tested. Yeah, uh, but it was a, a pee test, and he said, Luke standing there trying to pee after his fight, stomach hurt. He was drinking water trying to pee. Yeah, he couldn't. And about twenty minutes later, dude goes, "You're good, bro. Have a good night," and let us leave. And I walked out, and I was like, "What?" Could have easily just been trying to not take the test. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, just, and I was like, "That was crazy." So then the next time we're in the rules meeting and they're like, there'll be a, a test, a random test afterwards. We'll just have you pee in a cup. We'll give you the results in five minutes. You guys are out of here. And I was like, oh, so they're testing for weed and Coke and whatever. They're not testing for juice, you know, not in five minutes. No. And so I'm like, okay, then come Yoel, Cyborg, and all the big people come over from the UFC and, they're, they're, and they got bigger. You all moved up a weight. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I'm like, what's going on here? And then uh, talking to a couple of the girls, they wanted you know, Cyborg to be tested before they fought her. You know, like, well, she might be off that week, you know, but, like, come on. There's some people you just know, right? You just know. And yeah, the Chad Mendes is just... Right. Yo. Look at him in, in, in bare knuckle right now. He's a, he's like about to foam out the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, so what happens, so so most likely, if, if PFL does buy Bellator, they're just going to cut 80% of 80% the roster. 80% of the roster, they said. So 35ers will probably be... Be, just be dismissed anyway because they don't even a, have a 35 division. so maybe they'll add one but since they'll have all the fighters I don't know yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. 35 at Bell- or Bellator is fucking stacked, stacked what are we going to do just cut them all get out of here get lost yeah 35, 45, 55 in my opinion is the, those are the weight 70 as well I think 70 as well at Bellator yeah it's pretty it's pretty good I mean they've got the first first couple guys it's not as like deep like the top 10 is is solid. it? Yeah. All right. It's top ten. I, I just know that those three at, at the lighter weights are deep at Bellator, solid, um, and, and so I don't know what they'll do, and I don't know Luke being eight and zero, hopefully nine and zero by then, as a twenty three year old. I can't imagine him wanting to cut him, but but they might. You know what? I mean? And so so 
you know, because when when, I, when they were cutting me, that was kind of what they threw out there too. Oh, we don't know what's there. You know, my management's like, we don't. There might be closing as a company. Right. Like we don't know what's gonna happen with them, pretty much. And I thought I was like, that was like, I thought that was nonsense. But I guess it's true. They really are. They were just cutting people randomly. But but they just added a twenty five yes, division. I was just about to say that. So I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They they added a twenty five division. Are they trying they, to build their stock so they can sell for more? Is that what it is? I mean, they already have the, the deal on the table, so I don't know. Why would they be? It's like as if they're they're moving like they're not closing. Right. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I wish they're not. You know, I hope they're not. I I wanted Luke to do the AJ McKee deal, start to finish. You know, run through that and and uh, not go anywhere. Unless something happened at that end, you know, when you're already Michael Chandler and Eddie so Alvarez getting paid 800 it. grand to go over there, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, that's a different story. But um, yeah, so I, it'll be it'll be a bummer if they do. And also Tyler, my younger one, that he was going to take the same route, you know. So I don't know what to do with him now. Um, so my, you said by the end of the year, my they, fingers are crossed. No, don't I don't sell. know. I, I don't know about that. You don't know? No, I don't know about that. Okay. I just know the the PFL part is on the table today and will be. Uh, had had to be you know finalized by the weekend, so we'll see what happens and move from move on from there this weekend. Damn, dang, yeah. that's interesting. So, uh, your your plans? You're just you're just trying to. Uh, you have any interest in going to the UFC? Yeah, I mean, I would go to the UFC. I have a lot of friends, a lot of friends at the 35 division over there. Yeah, I mean, but I, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll still go over there and fight them. So I remember asking you about your gym because I knew you trained in Florida and you were not far from Sanford and ATT and all that. You trained where? So I'll do um, like a kill cliff here and there. And then I train mostly. I do uh, my own thing at Combat Club. I kind of just train on my own, do my own thing. And then I'll do like uh, I'll spar there. And then I'll, I'll go to a jiu-jitsu gym that's kind of close to where I live. I do that a couple times a week. So I kind of just do my own thing. I bounce around gyms and stuff like that. I go to... Kill Cliff here and there because they charge a lot. <laughs> they oh, charge they? like fifty bucks to drop in. I'm like, uh, they charge me now, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing that, you know. But it was a good session, though. It is a good session, you know. The, the I was going on the Wednesdays wrestling sessions, which is not as hard as this session. It was a hard on session Wednesday too. But this session, I, I was like, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> next B, next B. Oh man, that was constant you know I, you know i had an easy week so far the week but i was still sore like this yeah. morning i was sore my neck hurt I'm like damn that was a long session we grappled a lot yeah yeah <laughs> um so did you did you do jiu-jitsu for mma the whole time or did you do jiu-jitsu to do jiu-jitsu I, did, did, I just did jiu-jitsu you did yeah like oh, i didn't even no gi learn gi? no gi okay like i didn't even learn like all the wall stuff and like i didn't learn a get up until i was like 19 or 20 I didn't. I didn't. I never knew how to like just get up off the ground. Like right. I didn't. I just knew jujitsu, like basic pure jujitsu. So that's why to this day my ground and pound is still not that good. Like I find it to be awkward. I kind of to be like kind of kind of like uh like a counterproductive because I feel like you're supposed to be tight and get position and then you got to posture and punch. So I kind of <laughs> they're so similar. <laughs> uh, he's the same. Like getting him to throw punches. Well, why? He might get up. Then I'm gonna hold him down. I'm gonna hold him it's down. Get so to position like, and submit him. You know, so it, it is, uh, you got to be with somebody who you can ground and pound, not somebody who's waiting for you to ground and pound so they can get up. You exactly. Know? They're going to be gone, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. So it's like, I, I always find it really like hard to like ground and pound. So I, my ground and pound is still not like where it should be as opposed to like those Dagestanis, man. They got a, yeah. they got a system. They got the hips, man, that the wrestling hips where they, they stay there and just, you know, Khabib drops heavy punches you know oh, I, was, yeah. I remember watching him fight um edson barboza and the camera came from the 
outside the cage into the cage on his eyes when he was on bottom of him. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, he's scared. <laughs> you know, like, this is a guy that knees world? and kicks people's heads off, and he is scared right now with him on top of him. It was like, holy smokes, man. I mean, look like, at Usman in Bellator. That's his name, right? The 55 champ? Usman yeah. His name? His ground pound is serious. Oh, yeah. He's, like, throwing both hands, yeah. elbows. His ground And they're pound? heavy. They're, they're heavy punches. Guy. Yeah. It's weird watching them ground and pound. Uh you know who else hits like that from the top is um, that's not a, a jacked guy is um, Musasi, Gerda Musasi. Yeah, he has crazy, crazy ground and pound when he's on top, and it's like, where does that power come from? Like, he's throwing hard straight rights on the feet that are just bank, bank. He's you know? heavy handed as well. Though. Yeah. Did, how, did you see his last fight? At the one he lost to yeah. Eblin. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. He lost again to Fabian. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did watch that. We were on the Eblin card. But we we did see the the Fabian one. What'd you think about that? I watched like the first couple of rounds. I didn't see the whole thing. But um, I want to think back. Do you remember if I talked about that fight? Did I think that uh, did he did he should he have lost that fight? I I, I didn't. I only watched like the first two rounds. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. Man, that sucks though. It's like out of nowhere. He just he's fighting the best guys. He is. I mean, he is. No, 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 no. he, he lost he against Fabian. Okay. Yeah, Leon's brother. I think Eblen goes to the UFC, does good work. Yeah, yeah. I, He's I agree. solid. I agree. I didn't know a lot about him, and after Musasi beat um, Mr. Van Zant, uh, Oh, easily. I was like, Austin. oh, he's going to do the same thing to him. And then I, I saw I that, too. and I was like, oh, he's, he's not different. Him. He's different. <laughs> he is not. Because that guy could strike the whole time he was striking with him, heavy-handed, wrestled him when he wanted to. You know, he was not in trouble. I was like, oh, this guy's a, a problem. He's confident. Like, he real is. confident. And, and I talked to a lot of people uh after that and they were just like yeah he's you should see him in the gym you know and the guys he trains with in the gym uh that are in the ufc he handles it and, they say, and, they're, and they're saying that you know amasov is one of his training main training partners right and amasov is a bad boy oh yeah i was so happy to see him come back he wrestled with him a lot then he Dominated. came back and stuffed every single takedown. Dominated. I was bad. like, man, it was bad. That guy's he's if yeah. he goes he, if he goes to the UFC, he's solid as well. Yeah, he's yeah. he's well, a problem. Who they got seventy? The, the division is not. I feel like it's not as stacked anymore. I feel like it's, it's, it's starting to unravel a little bit at one seventy in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been like it used to be in the past. The champ right now is is Leon and Edwards. He, Usman moved up. Colby, Us he did. He's going. I, I think he's gonna. He's uh, booked to fight. I don't know if he's booked, but I, know, I think he's gonna fight. Uh, Cosmat, Cosmat, at 185. That'll be interesting. So he got some. If he, if he, if Emerson moves in there, he, he got, he can work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how he does against like you know Kobe. I think he, I think he beats probably probably beat Kobe actually. He's, he's really good wrestling. Amosov's the, oh that Nemkov's the 205er. Amosov's the Nemkov yeah. is good too. Yes. You see what Nemkov did to the other uh, to Yuri. Yeah. I mean he lost because he couldn't get off the ground, but he dominated when he fought Yuri. Yeah. In that 10 minute fight. Yeah. So their champs are pretty solid. They are. They are. That'll be interesting to see. Yep. How, how, how do you see Usman versus uh, Hazmat? Man, that's, I mean, er, that's kind of what we've all wanted to see since Bo Nickel started talking trash on the Russian wrestling. I, I want to see, you know, I hope it doesn't just turn into a kickboxing match because I want to see who gets the takedown out of those two guys. You know that's what I mean? That's how it always turns, though. They always I know, turn into a kickboxing fight. Because everyone's afraid to shoot. And all. I mean, it's not easy to take down someone at the level of you, you know, the same level. You know, it's. I think, but Kamza is a. He's a, He has a big head. Yeah. So because his head is so big, he might go in there and try to ragdoll Usman. 
Yeah. <laughs> he I mean, might, I don't think he. It's he possible he, he will. No, no, no. He won't. You don't think he gets no. a takedown? I mean, look, he couldn't ride down. He couldn't ride down. Uh, he couldn't ride down. Uh, Gilbert. Yeah. And Gilbert true. can't wrestle as good as Usman. He took him down in about five seconds, though. But then he got back up. Yeah, but he couldn't. You know, and Usman's better as far as like wrestling and all that. Yeah, so sure, he is. Usman goes out there and puts a good jab on him. But I do think if Kamza fights Israel, stylistically, I think that's a terrible matchup. Oh yeah, for Izzy. Yeah, I yes, think like I agree. It could be like a minute finish. Because he got taken down by the guy, the the bigger weight class guy. Then he got, even got taken down by homie that he just fought the Alex, first time they fought. And Alex has never even stepped right, in a jiu-jitsu right. gym in his life. <laughs> yeah, so you, you, you put him with someone like Kamzat, and that's a problem. Matchup-wise, yes. yeah. Yeah, he but could that, be on his back in 15, 20 seconds of that fight starting. And he could probably stop him oh, yeah. within the first yeah. minute. You know, So that would shake up the division, though. That would make it real. Oh, yeah, my goodness. That would be crazy. What do you think about Bo Nickel? He's a good wrestler, right? But he's he's just green, though. Yeah, like, he still I mean, he's to, calling out the top guys, but he's got to prove. He's got to. I think he's doing that because he knows Dana's not going to give him to him. Of so course, he's, he's letting him talk while he's down what, here. Everybody does it. You look at like Ryan Garcia in boxing for a long time. He called out all the best guys, getting in the ring with people. He's not fighting anybody. AJ McKee called out Pitbull after his first Bellator fight, yeah. and he had like 15, 16, 17 <laughs> fights before he got to him. But he was talking about that, him the whole way there. That, that's just that's what they do. Like, who who do you think won that that fight anyway between him and uh? Oh man, I don't know. That was a, that was a close fight. That was a. It, it's one of those. It depends what you were watching, you know, uh, how how you watch or how you judged it. I know AJ thought he won. You know, um, I I like Pitbull. I I like AJ too. He's very talented, man. He's very good. He's much better than his dad was. You know, his dad was a crazy solid wrestler, but but not much else at at the time. And and AJ is very well rounded on the feet and the ground. Um, is wrestling and like kind of everywhere, you know, he's good everywhere. I don't know that. Uh, I don't remember. Who do you, what, do you, I mean, uh, it does If it's a close fight, then it doesn't matter, right? If it's a close fight, anybody could win. It's two against one on the judges, so you know. Yeah, know. I mean, it was split, right? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But I know if, if it's a close fight, then it doesn't really matter yeah. like, whether you win or he won. Yeah. Either way, nobody beat each other up, so nobody can like. I don't think it was a bad decision when I was sitting there, but I also. Remember thinking this might go either way, and when it was that way, I was like, "Oh, all right." You know, I was kind of surprised that I thought it might go yeah. with AJ, um, and, and it didn't. But what, what do you think about them giving out like more draws? Because there's a lot of fights that are so close, and it's yeah. like, why did you even? Pick I mean, a winner? there either needs to be draws or there need to be half points, some sort of some sort of point to change. You know, uh, a ten nine to to separate that by the end of the the round. They're just a ten nine and a ten eight. Um, but it's easy if there's one 10-8 round and the other guy wins two rounds to draw, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's happened in in, uh, in the UFC multiple times. Frankie Edgar, Gray Maynard. Frankie got 10-8 the first round. Gray won one more round. Frankie won the next three as a draw, you know? So it, did you look up what I just asked? Yeah, it was unanimous. It was unanimous. Yeah. Okay. Unanimous. So Pitbull beat him at unanimous. So that's three dudes, you know? I And I don't trust anybody. Like, who knows – if the if the judges like man after after leaving glory and hearing all the stuff we heard on the betting and all that stuff and then all the stories I've heard about judging and about everything else I'm just like Tim won the other night and when they were about to announce it I looked at Coach Austin I was like there's no way he lost right because I don't know you don't you don't and he goes no. he goes no and I was like I didn't think so but God who knows he know. did get kicked in the face one time that might have been enough to win the whole fight. 
Yeah, right. Ten eight. Get I was like, who knows? So it's very, it's very scary you, when the you, when it goes to the judges. You look man. at boxing and in boxing, they're uh, if you're a side, if it's a close fight, you win. Yeah. Every round, any swing round, swing rounds always go to a side. Yeah. So it's like if you're if you're in, in boxing, if you're if it's a if it's a deep, if you hit me three times, I hit you two times. It's kind of close. I won the round. I'm easy. Yeah. And is that? They've got to do that at every round. They can't do that at the end, right? So they know that if it's a close round, give it to the champ. If it's a close round, give it to the champ. Just bang it to the, the champ. Like, the did you see um, guy. Devin Haney versus uh, Lomachenko? Just happened? No. Yeah, yeah. So when they fought, I mean. Haney won, right? I had him five, five, and then two swing rounds. That's what I had. Five, five, and two swing rounds. You could give it to whoever, you, whoever so you're biased for. Who was the champ? Uh, Devin Haney. He's oh, a, he was. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a champ. And they gave him like. They gave him like a eight to four, like bad, like lopsided. They didn't right. give this guy any of his rounds. I'm like, that's how you know. Damn. It's like if it's close, if it's a side and it's close. Yeah, the other guy's getting it. Don't even you gotta you gotta go in there and whoop him in order to win. And that, right. That sucks. You know, it's, it's kind of like uh, you don't even get a fair shake, kind of. Right. Yeah. That's that's terrible. That's a bummer. Uh, we we're always talking about the red corner, the blue corner, and, and Luke's been the red corner every time, and. And he will be again this time because he's ranked, and the other guy, Weber's not ranked at the moment. Um, but I'm like, you you won't get to the blue side until you're finding somebody ranked in front of you, you know. So right now, you at least know that you you are the A side, right? And yeah. and as soon as you get put on the other side, like, <laughs> you know, we went into <laughs> fights it. last weekend with Delmer. Delmer got this beautiful knockout, but uh, and and we've got the crowd there. You know, he's fought there multiple times. The guy he was fighting sucked. And we show up there, and they give us the blue corner. I'm like, hey. I said, what is this? You know, I'm like, what? And I was like, what, what are we doing in the blue corner? And I go, oh, it's just, yeah, you know, whatever. And I was like, no, man. But they, they kept us there. I was so pissed. I was like, man. Who knows? Like, look at my last fight. My last fight, I went, I, my first loss. After my first loss, I was ranked. <laughs> I was like, I was ranked number eight. After one loss, I was unranked, and they made me red. They made me blue corner. They did against Jalen? I was blue corner against Jalen. Jalen was only 7-0. I was 8-1. I was ranked. I lost one time. They made me. They made me blue corner. And who knows if the swing round. Right, right. <laughs> and people don't realize the how brutal this sport is. Is not just the fighting. The fighting is like whatever part of it. You know, uh, the the all the other BS that you have to deal with, and then the the training itself and the life you have to live to to get there. There's and, so and you much, know, man. The, I think the hardest part about MMA is that the training. And the finances are completely separate. Yeah, you could train as hard as you want and make no money. Right, and be a like pretty much be a bum. You could be you could be done at forty years old and have no money. Like the finance part of it is is a whole separate part that you have to focus on. Like you have to become like a Dylan Dennis or something like that. Like talk yeah. a whole bunch of trash and put yourself in a position to where you can make a lot of money. Right, but it, like that's not even what we signed up for. Like we signed up, we just trained to fight. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. Cause think about it like think about the majority of the people in the ufc just think about the majority right the majority of people are making anywhere between like you said 12 and 12 and maybe like 30 and 30 or something like that they're all in positions to where if they got cut they need to go get a job within the next two years oh 100 two all years two years be be pushing it that, that's if, if, if because uh, if they're getting 12 and 12 and they fight twice making 50 grand <laughs> And how much do they spend? How I much are they giving the, away of that? The top end, I said 30. So 30 and 30 at the top end. Like yeah. At the top end of the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. 30 and 30. So now these, so some of them, those people, they got to get a job immediately. Because you got to pay everybody off. You're going home with $5,000. Yeah. 
But if, you, if, if you're making the 30 and 30 or whatever, maybe you got a year or two. Right. That's the majority of everyone in the UFC has to do that. Yeah. The majority of everyone who fights in MMA has to do that. I was doing the math the other day for someone that was making uh, 120. And right off the top, 10 went to the gym, 10 went to the manager, and he's at 96,000 off the 120. And, 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 and Uncle then, Sam. And then 33%, that's $39,000 off of that, and you're now making what you showed for. You're, you're taking home what you showed for. And God forbid if you go to church and you tithe. <laughs> no, you got to pay 10%. You, you're going home with 20, with a couple, with 20 bucks. I mean, bro, it's kick it's, rocks. It's so bad, and, and uh, it's rough. You know, it's, it's a tough sport to be getting paid what they're getting paid. You know, I was looking the other day, they were talking about the minimum in, in Major League Baseball, or minimum in uh, the NFL, 750. Yeah. You know, 750,000, no matter what. You know, 750 for, for who? Football. 750 Minimum, for worst the guy year. on the team. Worst well, guy on the team. It's like, how long is that contract? Season. For one season? Yeah. So, about a few, a few months. Yeah, se- how many? 17 weeks. 750. Yeah. One season? And that's the dude you don't even know who the fuck Never he heard is. of him. Nope. And, th- and, and that guy can go off of that fight and sit back for the next five to ten years if he, if he you Depend know. On, he, yeah, he should. If he was not stupid with his money. Yeah. And he can go and go probably go straight to the UFC. Right. He can go straight to bare knuckle and make a lot of money. Like who's that? Who's the? Uh, what's the big guy? The big guy who went to bare knuckle and just got knocked out. He was in the UFC and he went to bare knuckle. Big big dude, dreads. Oh God! Uh, you talking about the? He's a football player. Football player? Yeah. yeah. Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's making all kinds of money doing. Yeah. He's getting paid in the UFC. He's getting paid in bare knuckle and he, and he keeps losing everywhere. Yep. Just because he was in the UFC. I mean, just because he was a football player. Yeah. That's crazy. So you're set up if you go to a, another, ma- if you're in a major uh, major league in another sport. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, right, man. Wild. You going to train tonight? No, no, I'm going to get going. I got to pack you? all my stuff up. Okay. Yeah, I got to get all my stuff packed up. We'll see you in the morning? Yeah, I'm going to train in the morning and after that. Let's do this again. We'll get you back out here. Same thing. Cool. Another one. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for watching. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Talk to you later. It's all over, just like that.